Hey everybody, how's it going? It is the Fancy Rugby Yanks. My name is Jared Dyke. I'm Ben Glasser. Welcome in. It is a it, we're in between our uh, home and home series here in Champions Cup week. It was a little disappointing for the likes of you and I, but um, other than that, there was still some good stuff. It was really disappointing for a couple other teams too. Woo. Yeah, and Talk we'll get to that. It performances was, uh, that were in there, but some really good performances too. Also that. Yes, there's always good with that. And the return of good sips. Yeah. Actually, we will definitely get to that. Yeah, but, we'll get, but we'll it's get always, into that one. You know, good to see the, the best players playing at the, the peak of their ability. Well, that's, than, what you, that's what you hope to see in this competition. Yeah. You know, that's why it's here. Um, let's crack these suckers first. Hell yeah. Welcome to me, Modis. Make sure that you are subscribed and check us out on... Uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, tune in. Um, damn, I really screwed that one up, eh? Oh, nice head. Oh. Freezing. There you go. Not, not that I should talk. Yeah, well, my, mine's definitely worse. It's, it's amateur night here. Yeah, it is amateur night over here. It's all right. <laughs> but still, beer, beer still drinks last time I checked, even if you do that. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you'll be all right. We'll live. Yeah, we will. Uh <laughs> What the heck else was I going to say? Uh, oh, rugby mag upgrades, duh. That's what you get. Next week, obviously, we're getting back into the premiership, so make sure that you are checking that out for yourselves, especially if you want to compete with the likes of us. Uh, yeah. We're both top, at least top and two of the top ones in America. I know that. Really? Yeah. Uh, what the fuck else is everybody else doing? <laughs> I don't know. Because I've been shit. <laughs> I don't know. I've been a little better <laughs> Although than I'm, you. Although I'm finally getting back into the swing. Say, your so. last two weeks weren't that bad. No, they weren't. They're getting better. But, yeah, um, but I, I started okay and. Because that Ben Earl week is the yeah. one that really did it for that, me. Right. Yeah, you got to have like one or two guys early, or you just end up getting the right guys at just the right time. Yeah, like, something like that. Yeah, like Kostacker's been disappointing a little bit until that last until one. Until that right? last one, yeah. Right. So, you know, we're, we're kind of restoring the order of, of the yeah. way things are supposed to be. So True. hopefully the people who are ahead of us um, just had some like one-hit wonders. Maybe like Johnny Hill falls off or something like that, and everybody's got to release him. And, that. Although he seems to be play- still playing at least, so... That's the upside that for them. bastard. Anyway. <laughs> about that? I only like him because he's, or don't like him because he's not on my team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but check out your rugby mag upgrades so you can uh, make sure that you know who's starting as as always. But also, you know, where guys are getting their points from, attack or defense. If it's likely that a team's going to be playing a lot of defense and your guy usually gets his points from attack you don't and you don't know that, well, this mm. is where it comes in handy. So make sure you check the, check that out for those guys. It's totally worth it. It's about a pint for a month. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, pretty good. So, and then obviously, if you uh, if you haven't checked out our, our friend the Fancy Rugby Geeks page, make sure that you're doing that. Uh, he always puts up good content. So if you're sick of listening and you want to read something and actually pretend that you're doing some work at at work, yeah, yeah. it's a good it's go. a good thing to go ahead and read for yourself. So go ahead, check his page out, and he'll uh, he'll keep you up to date on all things both FRD and TRM. And if you play Even other a couple various, other formats, yeah, too, a so. couple other formats, he is he is right into it. So we're all just like, yeah. mm, we'll let you do that. He's like some kind of geek about fantasy rugby. <laughs> he's a super, crazy. He's a superstar, <laughs> that's for sure. Um, so yeah, we'll check his play, page out. Uh, news this week. Well, there was one one bit of news, and then another one followed it. Uh, Leone Nakarawa got released by Racing, and people people are like, why? It's like, yeah, because uh, the French are stupid. Right. Because <laughs> he doesn't want to play for them. What the no, fuck? He does. I mean, they were, they, they were dicks to him around, they his, were wicked dicks to around him. his World Cup experience. So, mm-hmm. bye. Yeah. And has since signed with uh, Dave Rennie at Glasgow. Actually, uh, I, I or like Supposedly. That. It's, not, it's not confirmed, but, you know, right. that would bring with a, a smoke, there's fire. That would bring a great element to their team, something that, that they could really use. So. Yeah, especially. I mean, they have some good forwards, but he would just add such a dynamic to that Yeah, team. That, that's the thing. It's the dynamic that, that they need, especially the, the ball movement and and mm-hmm. uh, and offloads and shit that, that he he'll bring to the table. terrifying. Uh, be, he, yeah. That'll, that'll it's just a that. different, it's a different element that, than the other guys that they have. So, um, yeah. and hopefully that rubs off on them. They could play a lot much more open style. That Like they played this week was, was pretty good. Yeah. Spoilers. Spoiler alert. Um, they, um, yeah, I wonder because they they got to the final for Pro Fourteen last year, and it you know they just just didn't get over the line. I was in Glasgow, I think too, so mm. I was, so it was unfortunate that they fell. I mean, they fell short to Leinster, who are obviously a perennial power in that. They're okay in that in They're that okay. league. Um, so I, I it'd be I know they they won it once, um, but it'd be it'd be nice. I'm sure Dave Rennie would love to get one more win. 
and get a title before he uh, takes off and goes to Australian rugby and hmm. takes charge of that job. Um, so we'll see how that goes. But uh, that that won't hurt by any means whatsoever. No. No, no, no. <laughs> Leon Nakarawa supposedly on his way to Glasgow Warriors. Look out, Pro 14. And then we might have some other movement in the Prem. And we talked about it last week as alluding to it, not necessarily um, hitting, hitting it right home. But Kyle Sinclair possibly on the move, uh, Gloucester or Bristol. Yeah, Bristol the, being sounds like they're the favorite now. Right. Uh, who knows? I like that, though. Obviously, he must be listening to the pod. <laughs> yeah, he listens to us. <laughs> Good joke. I like you. You're funny. You made a joke. Um. Yeah, come to us for all your career advice, not just fantasy rugby advice. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll get you sorted. Um, yeah, that, like I said last week, that would be a great, great move for him. Mm-hmm. He, that's uh, you know, a player of his skills that would do very well under Pat Lamb. I won't argue it with you. And uh, I think that 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 would be good for the club too. So no. I'm all in favor of that for every reason. Yeah, and they said somebody said, "Well, imagine if Genge went went back to his boyhood club, which is Bristol, right?" As well, and I was like, "Well, John, I know John Afoe is old, but man, that guy still got it, he, and he still plays like eighty fucking minutes." Yeah, I know he's still a monster. <laughs> I don't know how he keep, keeps doing this. No, I don't know. I like, yeah, <laughs> he's not. He's no longer a young man. No, he's at the point where I was like, mm, yeah, "I'm not doing this anymore. <laughs> Fuck this shit." I'm not doing three minutes at that. <laughs> right. Shit. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it's um. It's pretty crazy that he he does what he does. So I, I think a, a front row of Afoa, Thacker, and Sinclair would be Ugh. a lot of ball movement in the front row for sure. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I'm pretty impressed by that. Yeah, that would be fun too. So that would be a great ad for the um, the likes of Pat Lamb. Obviously, they've got Rod Rodra coming in, which is he and Piatau in the back. I, I you know if you and they have a couple other back three guys besides those two that can light the world on fire as well so so maybe those... some people will stop fucking whining about saracens and start whining about the bears <laughs> yeah. and i'll love it it'll be great fucking rugby and give people yeah. something else to whine about yeah i did i did see the meme somebody's like uh i don't remember what it was it was something all the haters are gonna hate and all the things that they said about the saracens yeah this yeah, year. yeah and then obviously we know what they did this weekend it right was their a, b-side it was like a side <laughs> and a, their b plus side yeah. but still a b-side still you know for the most part with the exceptional one or two. Yeah. So it's it's going to be a fun year in the prem next year. I just can feel it. Mm-hmm. But uh doesn't mean this year won't be. But it's uh, there's going to be some fun going on down at Bristol. Yeah, I feel like the overall, and you know, again, get away from this weekend, but I feel like the overall quality of play in the prem has been a lot a lot better this year. Um, a lot more ball movement. We, we see those uh, playmaker stats mm-hmm. um, or the playmaker breakdowns and for most of the teams, they're very much skewing more towards the even among the three. So, right, you're not seeing any fucking even Exeter is is playing some loose rugby and who have not played a lot action. of they definitely haven't in their day. So, it's uh, it's gonna be fun. Yeah, going going down the home stretch here. Uh, let's go to the games that happened this weekend. <laughs> there were games, right? Um, the aptly named Bath. Bath, <laughs> I know it was a bath. <laughs> uh, bath and Claremont at the bog. That poor field. Yeah. That poor pitch. Somebody just like give them a field to to play on for like two months so they can re, re just do everything to that, that place. I guess it's like right on the water line, which is a terrible place to have a gr- grass field. Obviously, I was like, that's not good. Yeah. That's um, not going to help. <laughs> and it, yeah, it didn't help that first match, and then I think like the second match, and then nope. they were just a bunch of. No, uh, it's just continued to get churned up. Like even at, sucks. at the kickoff, we're, I'm looking at that pitch, and you can see the divots, and you can see the the holes, not really divots, and it's just. Yeah, <laughs> Priestland is... nearly slipped on his try. He's like trying to go to the middle. I was like, why don't you just put the ball down before you turn an ankle? Yeah, <laughs> God, so it was pretty bad. But uh, to the rugby that was on there, uh, George Moala is a beast. If you haven't figured that one out, then everybody else found out about it that watched this match because mm-hmm. this dude was tough to tackle, and you know he muscled himself over for one, obviously, and he was definitely a huge key in the uh, the, the Spaniard born Spanish born winger Iziella. He was fantastic. Yeah, he was huge, especially at the end there. And and so he, what, how old is he? Like eighteen? He looks it. Yeah, I know he looks like a baby, right? Um, he, Look and see what it up up at it. But he was dynamic. He he like, you, you, with that age, 
you get in a position like this, especially with the, the guys he's playing around, and it's easy to kind of want to fall back into the, um, you know, into the shadows and kind of just do your job. But he was putting his his hand up, saying, "No, yes, I, I'm I'm going to play with you. I'm going to do some of this stuff." You know, um, his work with the Beninin was was fantastic. He just turned nineteen. Oh wow! <laughs> so he'll be he'll be one to watch for for uh, hopefully a fairly long time. Yeah, and I hope and you know and to the sake of world rugby, I hope he stays with like the Spanish national team because they were close to getting to the mm-hmm. World Cup. Yeah. Um. So that would be that'd be kind of cool if he stayed with them and was a big part of them getting to the World Cup because they haven't been to the World Cup for a long time. Yeah. And I will say this though. So he, so this uh, Isiela was uh, he's you know playing at fourteen. Did did Rory McConaughey like? I I, I saw him a, on the field a couple times. Ha, he's not been in good form since he's come back. I have to say. Yeah. He's been kind of a ghost. Which is and they you know they they really need that from him. Bath really need that that pickup from him. Rocco mm-hmm. Duguni had a had a good match, but they need you know they need him to step they up. Need they need him to be what he was last year. Yeah. You know he was a huge part of this team. Uh, Jonathan Joseph looked pretty darn good. Just the same though. <laughs> he was yeah. he was dan- he was putting some dance moves in there. Uh, I I gotta give him credit. Um, obviously, we had we had a couple. Of, uh, go ahead. I was gonna say it was a solid, um, solid match, and, and really, uh, it's obviously it, tight. It was them. tight right up until um, I think uh, Claremont kind of figured out mm. what what type of of lines were gonna break through the uh, the Bath defensive line yeah Moala they... figured, figured that out from the word go i think right but yeah. everybody else had to kind of follow suit yeah. slowly <laughs> and then you know towards the uh the 60th minute um that's when they finally said yeah let's let's run those unders lines off of like second receiver and mm-hmm. and boom they're through they're looping around for offloads and they're breaking the line and and just carving up the bath defense yeah. um it, it led to a couple line breaks and then i think two tries so just... yeah it, um yeah because easy yellow got over for, uh, yeah, he got over for one, and then he he started another one, which right. w- went through a couple of hands. Fritz Lee, I think, ended up being the one. LaPondre. Uh, LaPondre, okay. Yeah. Oh, maybe maybe Lee, Lee offloaded it yeah. from there. Uh, and then he got one for the clincher as well. Right. And that was uh, all within a space of seven minutes. Yeah, it wasn't much. 65, 67, Ugh. 72. Yeesh. That, that's, yeah. Uh, Bath kind of, like, that's the, you know, you, coaches tell players all the time you can't go to sleep even for five minutes Mm-mm. well that's what happens when that's you go to sleep this there. level this competition you go to sleep for five minutes and they put three tries in on you mm-hmm. yeah and uh camille lopez did well to manage the the team very well moving moving them around he's a obviously a savvy veteran um they did lose para as long and bath also lost below to hias both failed mm. which was unfortunate um the cook quick tap that was called back <sighs> i thought that was Oh, uh, very unlucky Harsh. on his part. Uh, I thought Andrew Brace should, could have just let him go and then talk to whatever player you needed to talk to afterwards. I understand he's having to talk to, but... But it's a try. Let it, the, it should have been a try. Right. Should have been a try. And, that, that and he didn't been... do the double blast. He just did the one as if it's a regular penalty. Yeah. And, you know, if Cook you do... had no reason to think otherwise. Right. And then he, you, you blew, and he didn't blow the whistle again until after the, the try you know, was yeah. over. He's like, oh, no, 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 we're coming back. And it's like, dude... He just—he should be just let him have it, right? Ugh. Helmet, um, yeah. And then when Laidlaw came on, you know, I said I don't know if Claremont's going to win this if he's playing scrum half, but Lopez, luckily Lopez was playing ten for the majority of the game, so yeah, not I think as I, big a deal. And that was around the time where I, I think I wrote, replied about you know this team's going to be lost by the team that plays worse, not mm-hmm. by not won by the team that plays better. And yeah, I was wrong. <laughs> we were both wrong on that. Yeah, no, because Claremont really started to play well. Did play well, yeah. Give him that uh, one. I don't think that had much to do with Laidlaw. I think that was just the the exterior attackers sorting out uh, Bath's defense and, yep. un- and unlocking it more than Agreed. than who was scrum half. Agreed. So Claremont win thirty four seventeen in the visit to Bath, and now they get to welcome these guys to their place back in France, and that is a fortress for them. So Godspeed. Yeah, Bath are, are having a rough one. Yeah, this is, this is a tough one. Three. It was fun to see Abendanen back at mm-hmm. the wreck, and he seemed to be enjoying himself back at the wreck, and uh, I think he and Stuart Hooper actually used to play together, so they uh, they had a good good talking with afterwards, which was which is definitely the, the upside of rugby that we like to see here. Mm-hmm. And then, good Lord, what happened over, what happened over there? <laughs> we had Leon and Bennett, and, and I was very wrong about this match, it looks like. I didn't get, get a chance to get into it. No, but, me neither. But, man, um, 
But uh, didn't look like it was worth it. Didn't, didn't look like Benetton did either. <laughs> no. Nope. Uh, I saw that when I saw Tommy Allen sitting, I was like, oh, that mm. might be that might be a, a white flag right there. Yeah. Um, McKin- like McKinley was the backup 10 even. So I was like, oh, boy. Oh, they're, yeah. They, they they're mailing this one in uh, there, aren't they? And um, why Why would that be? I mean, we don't really get to, to, to see. Well, I'm sure so they still... I'm sure they still have aspirations to get into the knockout for um, Pro 14, which mm-hmm. means they need to probably consolidate a little bit to that because then they can qualify for this again next year. That's the only way that yeah. these Italian teams can qualify for it is if they qualify for the Pro 14 playoff. Gotcha. And, um, you know, I think once they lost that amazing game to the Saints, I think they kind of knew, oh, shit, that might be the end for us because knowing that they have – Leon, who are one of the better teams in France, but aren't haven't necessarily played like it in this competition, and then Leinster and Northampton, who are definitely two of the better teams in this comp. Uh, once they saw that in front of them, eh, they're like, "Ah, fuck, yeah. we're screwed." So, I mean, so I don't they blame might them. they'll probably try to play. They'll probably try to rock up at home, um, just because oh, yeah. it's at home. Give their give their fans something to look for. Yeah. But yeah, that makes sense. Is to 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 allocate your resources. Mm-hmm. For the for the big picture, not just because yeah, you're not they're they're not winning this thing, yeah. So um, just just fight your best and live, live, and try to give your fans a show. Live to get, <laughs> yeah, live, yeah, live to get back another day. I mean, yeah. it was twenty to nothing at halftime, which tells you pretty much everything. Right. And they were they were scoring right from the start. Yeah, I so. mean that uh, what was it? They scored two minutes in, seven minutes in. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's uh, yeah. You give up two two tries in the first ten minutes. No Probably way. not going to be your unless you unless you've just not even waken up yet and then you're ready now you're ready to come on to play. That's that's pretty much it. No, Tw- yeah, twenty clean line breaks for Leon, as opposed to the seven from Benetton. So that's not fantastic. The tackle rate wasn't too bad for Benetton. Obviously, the more tackles you have to make, the more likely it is you're going to miss a higher percentage. That's just how it goes because you get tired. Right. That whole thing. Uh, 11 turnovers, one for Leon to oh. Benetton's three. So that's probably a, that's, another part of yeah. it as well. Uh, I guess I'll go back and have a peek at this if I'm sitting on my butt doing nothing this week. Right. But, but it is yeah. a, uh, an unfortunate loss for Benetton. 28 to zip to Leon. And hopefully they play a little bit better in the return fixture. But there was another match that at that time, and that was pretty good. Northampton and Leinster. <laughs> For a half. <laughs> well, even up until even like uh, uh, 50, 60 minutes. Yeah. And then it, uh, it was that, and I, I noted, it was the it was that one period. I don't remember when exactly it was. It was probably in like the 65th minute or so where Northampton had sustained a lot of pressure and got nothing out of it. Yeah. And I was like, that is probably going to do it right there. And I was like, yo, what's going on there? It was, and then obviously Leinster busted it open afterwards. But right. they had they had the guys to do it too. Um, I and I, I think this is also a pretty classic um, premiership match. So uh, you know we we just kind of talked about the uh, the 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 style of play. The premiership is mm-hmm. is opening up, but the mentality around the scoreboard still isn't. Um, where you're in a match against a team like like Leinster. Um, you you know they I realize that they're they're probably good decisions at the time, but if you're kicking three penalty kicks in one half, um, you better be super confident that you're ready to break those lines later, um, mm-hmm. and especially if you're already down a little bit, it's it's probably best to uh, you know be be trying to be take the scoreboard kick over yep. with tries rather yeah. than than PKs. So a little more and, and and the the premiership's very penalty kick oriented it's very much centered around penalties um more so than trying to score tries yeah but you and, gotta score tries in europe right so so that i think that's more there that, that that's just more of a tactical decision making thing where next time you know what, yeah we can make this and it'll be helpful but we we, we will need the, the extra points later mm-hmm. yeah sexton did come off in this match he yeah. uh, he fell on his knee pretty awkwardly and he looked very unhappy i don't mm-hmm. know what it is i don't know what the status is as of right now but he looked very unhappy. This was, uh, this game started off hot. Larmer almost end to end with Lowe get with Lowe finally finishing it off, <laughs> and then I don't know five minutes later, Tuala got over, over yeah. in the corner. I was like, shit, we are in for a dogfight, aren't we? <laughs> and we were for a little while. Um, rewind to and we talked about the penalty kicks. We rewind to Northampton at the Gardens against Leon. They only got one try. They, they beat them soundly mm-hmm. looking at it, but they only got one try, which uh, maybe kind of something you could look back on and say maybe you know it started to leak a little bit there and, and then obviously here it really 
reared its ugly head. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't know for sure, but I'd say uh, there's definitely something that you could probably look back on that. Yeah, it was a Leinster yellow card after Waller ring the Ring Rose yellow card when they got Waller back. That was um, that was a bit that that was their chance and. They didn't take it. They didn't take it, and then McGrath scored and uh, Byrne scored. So that was like, yep, that's the mm-hmm. end. Uh, Boro, as much as we were, I was talking him up last week about his defensive game. Uh, got got a little pants this weekend. Mm-hmm. Well, um, those guys, those, right? Those There's guys not, will pants. Not much you can do about it, but. especially those two. Yeah, uh, Low and and Larmer seem to just find gaps. Yeah, um, it looked like Gibson Park was gonna go over but uh Reineck was the hero to save him mm-hmm. uh, eventually they did get over but at least he made him earn it yeah it was uh it, it was a, it was a tough one from that and they will have to learn their lessons big time uh wants to take the take care of the saints at franklin's gardens and it'll be it'll, I, I anticipate still another doozy at the rds coming up this week uh between these two again but 43 16 to Leinster over the saints and a little bit of disappointment at uh over there in northampton and then, La Rochelle in Glasgow. Yeah, and uh, you said this was a quite the squeaky bum time too. Yeah, it was, and um, it, it's so funny that that I, I mentioned it uh, in my notes at one point how much work Glasgow are doing um, in their own try zone, and they're right, right right in front of their own try zone. Mm-hmm. Um, the the story of the, the entire match was was their defense on their own goal line, um, interceptions, turnovers, <laughs> you know, earning penalties, all that shit. Um, just making sure that that La Rochelle was staying out of out of their try zone as much as possible. Um, Rochelle got over early um, with a well, not not too early, but but first, uh, first with kind of like yeah. a pinball try, um, kind of a little bit of a fluke. And uh, oh no, I'm sorry, we, I'm looking at the thing. Oh no, there it is. Yeah, the Prezo. That's right, the Prezo try. Um, I had the teams flipped in my head while I was looking at the, the score summary. Uh huh. Um, but yeah, the the Glasgow just battled back. They got a, kind of a pinball try of their own, um, right at the half. Uh, just um, you know, they they just kept themselves in it and really kept La Rochelle out of their tries. The same thing, like you, you keep them if they want to kick penalty kicks, okay. Um, just try to do what you can to keep them out of your try zone. Because um, yeah, uh, La Rochelle kicked four four PKs, um, ended oh, up yeah. giving up three tries and and. Mm-hmm. Uh, Again, it came like you said, came down right squeaky bum time at the end, um, where with that it was what ended up being the final score twenty seven twenty four, uh, and uh, the last fifteen minutes were just kind of, a little, you know, nerve wracking as you're watching mm-hmm. the edge of your seat shit. Where you know, not the best quality of rugby, but the fact that you know anything, any one mistake changes mm-hmm. changes how this goes. Um, Jeez, and and the, it was crazy the. Uh, um, the, was La Rochelle go instead of kicking for the uh, the the points the penalty kick to to tie it at the death? They said uh, no, we're gonna we're gonna go for the corner. Yeah, um, they probably didn't, they probably had no interest in two points. They probably wanted all four. And Glasgow earned the scrum off the lineout mall. Oh. And then uh, La Rochelle win the penalty off the scrum. <laughs> and <laughs> then they want the ball. And then they ultimately knocked it on to, to end the match on their goal line. On, on sorry on, on Glasgow's goal line. Oh, so it was geez. that it was that little again Heart that breaker. goal line defense that was that had been the story of the match um was really how what sealed the deal too. Over, yeah. Yeah, consistency. Yeah, I uh I mean, good for Glasgow, that's a big one for them. Uh Lowershell oh, of And we can't not talk about the Matawalo interception try. Oh yeah. Um he had one the yeah, um uh, Rochelle we're, we're we're again in Glasgow territory. <laughs> um looking dangerous Common and theme here. <laughs> and Matawalo makes the read and just steps through and Snags it and there's just nobody. He just See turned ya. on the burners and, and he is fast. Bloop, gone. He is fast. Yeah, when he played scrum half for, uh, once upon a time, he was definitely one of those guys that would snipe and you'd be like, "Damn it, get back here!" Yeah. So I remember that. Well, how about that? Glasgow stay alive, twenty-seven, twenty-four in their pool. Obviously, they got the return fixture going back to the Scotsman uh, this weekend, and I think they're going to feel pretty good about themselves having been able to pick up this win mm-hmm. away from home in France, which is not always fun for any of these teams to go to France, obviously. Right. It was a, a big team win by, by Glasgow. They, they can match that effort. They should be all right this week, too. Yeah, I bet. Well, you had squeaky bum time. We had some squeaky bum time and open mouth, insert insert foot, Jared. I uh, <laughs> I said that um, I thought, I thought, 
that Quinns, after watching their, they weren't necessarily great in, in the Premiership on the weekend on the previous weekend, and then their European match before that was even worse. So uh, even though they picked up wins in both, um, I thought for sure they were going to get hosed going up to Belfast, which is not a fun place to play at the Kingspan. I was wrong. They played very well. Um, Danny Care was uh, was definitely impressive in this. Um, Cooney's selfishness kind of came rearing its ugly head again, but he he is the hero in the end. And, right. <laughs> you know, uh, it's it, you take the good with the bad when, with somebody like that because he does have the skills and he does have some amazing talent. And kind of almost hate that. <laughs> like, you're like, you know, it would be so much easier if you didn't do the shit at the end of the game to win it. Because <laughs> then you'd be annoying. But it's yeah. like, oh wait, you can back it up. Fuck. Yeah. Okay? Fair point. <laughs> fair, go go on. Uh, uh, Stuart McCloskey was a monster in this game. He scored himself and he got a he fielded a cross kick and was able to offload it because he was standing still when he. Mm-hmm fielded it was able to offload it to a teammate who dove over i think it was sean reedy that ended up diving over for that one it was a he was a, he was an absolute monster in this game and it looks like we have the return of alex dombrant he is back we saw him last week Good. play pretty well he's another one i've been wondering where he's been yeah intercept intercept that ended up i mean had he been anybody else he would have been gone but <laughs> big old dominator ain't that fast not, not uh, quite got tackled midfield they moved it one other phase and then ended up being nobody home afterwards elia elia spots that and, and just takes off and says see ya uh, and he de- he that was right right before or right after Elia Elia dove over from Kuritani. so hmm. it yeah. was it was a it was a easy double for Elia Elia. There's been easier ones out there, but that was not super difficult. He was at least running the good support line, mm-hmm. so you, you got to give him that one. <laughs> that's do. for sure. It was Cheeky a, hookers. Yeah, Quinn's contain uh, Marcel could see very well in this game. Uh, you got to give him that. But the, there were other guys that were causing them problems. Louis Ludic didn't look great, but McCloskey and uh, Luke Marshall were definitely ones that were causing them problems. John Cooney, obviously, being what, doing what he does. And then, in the end, Kavubadi. Oh, no. He must have... So, Ulster drive over. Uh, you know, it was... Was it... Yeah. So, they were down... Was it... They were down by nine. And with about two to go, they they end up dotting down uh, off a mall. I believe so. I believe that's what it was. Uh, nope, I lied. Um, <laughs> yeah, well they they did dot down, but it wasn't as late as I thought it was. Anyway, uh, it's a slu- it's a slugfest back and forth, and eventually, um, they get the they get the Quins to give away a offside penalty on Kabubadi, who was. He, the ball was nowhere near out. He shouldn't have even moved mm. when he moved. And I, and I think he realized it and said, oh, I have made a terrible <laughs> error. And it was not close. Yeah, look, John somebody had to hit it. Right. Still. As somebody that size, sometimes you get those fast twitch muscles going. <laughs> you can't stop them. And all of a sudden you go and you're like, oh, wait, I can't go the other way. And, and that's too late. Poor they, big guy. You got you. Uh, yeah, he and, uh, and uh, so obviously Cooney nails it. Big, you know, he is. He calls himself the slot machine, and he earned it there, uh, big time. Uh, I'll, I'll give uh, this this young man credit. Marcus Smith is looking every bit the part. He managed this game well. He kicked well. He kicked for for points well. Uh, Quinns are going to go places with him in charge. I agree. I, I will. I will say that. He looks really, really good. Definitely so. an upcoming young star, mm-hmm. and has the uh, the the coolness to. Yeah, it, it never seems like he's flustered. No, it never seems like he's flustered. And the game's not moving too fast for him. The decision making, the decisions he have to, has to make, he doesn't feel, he doesn't seem, I should say, I don't know the fuck how he feels. Uh, he uh, he doesn't seem too uncomfortable with them, or or they don't seem too big for him. He just does what he needs to do. Mm-hmm. No, he he looks very good. Um, it speaks volumes, I think, that he's taking the tee. When James Lang's still on the field, so I think that's a, that's definitely a big nod and a big uh, a big mm-hmm. point in his in his bucket for for his future right there. Uh, referee did let a lot of handbags go, and I didn't feel like he controlled it well. And one thing I'm really really getting annoyed with is all the afters on lineouts. Like when guys go into touch, oh, I'm going to try and take it quick. You're not actually trying to take it quick. You're now just being a dickhead. Right. So stop. Just stop. You're not actually taking it quick. The guy slid into touch. Don't tr- go over there and try and harass him. Now you're just being an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, just knock it off, man. Knock it off. Yeah. And and I was thoroughly pleased with the officiating this week. <laughs> well, we we all know that's a that's a rarity. Not. <laughs> yeah. 
No, yeah. Dude, watch. Your nose almost got me over here. (laughs) Good God. So the the Ulstermen take it 25-24, and this will be an interesting trip coming back home to the wreck. Uh, Not the wreck, uh, the stoop, sorry. Um, Back in... uh, Back in London here, just outside Twickenham there. And then, oh, man. This was an impressive effort by the boys in black at Tillman Park. And you can't say – anybody that thinks otherwise is just stupid. Yeah. Um, it, that, that's it. You know, you're playing a great team on the road. The conditions were fucking miserable. Miserable. And they were going into the into the win the first half. That's – they had to do so much work. I mean, you saw those those box kicks or, or any of the kicks. They would just die. You'd see them like, <laughs> you the angle would be great. They'd be shooting at like they you know this is a good like 50, 60 meter kick, and then it just popped the ball like goes just up and then just <laughs> you know, it goes backwards, and it's like oh fuck, ah, this is shit. some sort of wind. Yeah, it was a nasty, that was a nasty one, and it sheets of rain too, yeah. which did not help at all. It was pretty pretty nasty stuff. I mean, Ben Ben Spencer put in what was normally when when he had the win, what was normally his normal box kick. Oh and yeah, that thing sailed. Oh, I was yeah. like, that's going out the back. Yeah, it's right <laughs> off right off the boot. I'm like, that's that's gone. That's way. <laughs> Dude, we're not playing baseball. Right, so it's supposed to stay in the park. It's supposed to stay in the park. Like those ones you standing you admire as they they launch themselves it's into like, the crowd. Ah, like, fuck, uh, nope. that's not supposed to happen. Wrong sport. Wrong idea. <laughs> so uh, I felt bad for the kid. He. Definitely Definitely didn't mean to do that by any means whatsoever, but he just really didn't understand yeah. how strong that win was when he did it. Uh, but to the to the actual match, um, unfortunately, and bo- both sides will definitely be very un- unhappy with uh, Mr. Roman Poit. Why the fuck he went to the World Cup? I have no idea. I, no, but he, was he was terrible. God awful. There were three referees that refereed this weekend that went to the World Cup from France, and they all looked terrible. They, they were yeah. all poor decision makers. And just bad judgments. And I, World Rugby, if you pick four French referees for the next World Cup, I'm going to freaking get in a plane and come beat the shit out of all of you. Because that was just so piss poor this weekend. I have two notes from the Exhibit second a. half. I have two notes from the second half. I know. Really it wasn't much. Then um, it was one was uh, I was about to complain about the, the NBC audio feed. We've been, you know, if, <laughs> if you're a regular listener to the pod, you'll, you've heard Jared and I complain. Every so often you'll get a game where, where there's no. Uh, referee mic or there's something you're just not getting the right audio and i was like oh they did it again there's no mic on this referee and then i realized no plot has just not said a word there was like four minutes of open play in, in like i think early in the second half and plot just didn't say he didn't tell the players what what conditions they were playing in like oh is this a tackle is this a mall and they're so they're busy trying to figure out what the fuck am I supposed to do? And he's like, "No, you do what you do. I will make the decision after." And it's like, "No, it fucking matters. Like, tell them what they're doing. Give me a hand here, like, you yeah. Because <laughs> if you see something, it's it's only and and maybe it's the fact that he doesn't speak English well. I don't know, but that this is something that's got to be fixed. But you know, the referee has to be comfortable, at least talking to the players mm. um, during open play. Yeah, please. And then the only other note was the 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 both are red card at the end. Oh, uh, yeah, that was uh, I was like, ooh, ooh. is that a red card? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. as soon as they saw the first replay, it's like, oh, that's straight red. There's no way around it. It, was, it was it wasn't, and you know, no, yeah. But rewind to Luke Pierce the other week. Yeah, it's not, it's not, you know, it's a soft one, but it's still a red, unfortunately. Yeah, if you go through that. What do they call it? Going through the the protocol or whatever yeah, the, it is. Basically, and, the protocol and yeah. all the, all of the different points of emphasis, and it's like. <laughs> Did he lead with the elbow? Yeah, he led with the elbow. Mm. Was, it, was it direct to the, you know, the head or neck area? Oh yeah, it yeah. was. And, sorry, dude. Yeah, like, you're off. You shouldn't. He, like he shouldn't have done it. It, it. it is a little bit of a soft red, especially that that time of the game. But, um, yeah, it just it is what it is. That's a red. Yes, <laughs> he, it is. You know, even even plot. Well, that's the thing. You, you make him not able to make a decision. Mm. <laughs> it's like nope. There's no decision to be made. That's a red. That's a red. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then. I mean, not don't take anything away from Munster. They they no, they, had, they no. had to do what they had to do. Right. Um, scrum pretty well. Obviously, Peter Armani put a good line in that was the eventual winning try. Yeah. And they managed the game well. They really did. They they knew what they were in for, and they just they said, you know what, we know what we have to do right. to make they, sure that you don't go home with four points. Right. They picked on Lewington a lot. Yeah. Well, neither neither. neither of the wings played well in this game. No. Matt Gallagher definitely stood oh, he, out of the, of the three of them. It huge. was definitely him. Uh, I thought he played fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
so much for you know us not growing our own players. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they buy their talent. Oh, really? Oh, really? What yeah. the hell? You all called that right there. Fuck right. you. Um, yeah, it was it was good stuff. Barrington played. I had a nice little break. I was like, yeah, go Barrington. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go go go. Uh, I think he tried for another one, and it was yeah. like he just. I was like, oh, he, was so like, and he just missed it. Just got tackled. Yeah, almost had a couple charge downs. Um, yeah, none of them were, were technically counted because they were called back, which right. sucked. But say like playing advantage. So. Yep. Uh, good time to have a charge down, I suppose. Uh, tip of the cap to the bo- the two centers from the Saracens this map. Brad Barrett playing uh, Alex Lazowski first. We'll t- uh, playing 100 for um, European. I think it was Europe for Laws or no for the no, series. Sorry for series. Brad Barrett playing number 250. Well done, Cap. Well done, boy. And if I'm uh, not mistaken, what did they say? That was ben, a lot. ben Earl was at 50. Yeah, and Ben Wills at 50, 75. 75. And they're both 21. 21. <laughs> But they don't grow their own talent. They no, play. they don't. No, they don't. We just buy buy up all the European talent that's out there. Munster win 10-3 at Toman Park, and the return fixture will be very interesting. I don't know what Saracens are going to do. I'd say this will be the final point that we see maybe a semi-full side, and if we don't, then you can probably count on the fact that they're packing in Europe and they're going to mm-hmm. concentrate on the Prem. That's how it is. Yeah, I, I think they're more towards that. If they were, I think if they were going to compete in Europe, they would have put out a full noise team this past week. So mm. I'd expect more of the same this this coming weekend in London. Yeah, and it, it could be kind of the inverse of Pro 14 where you don't have your guys travel far mm-hmm. and you play your big guys when you're when they're at home, and that could be the that could be what they're going for, especially with the two home matches being the two best teams remaining, and then the away match being. An unfortunate team that we're going to talk about right now, Ospreys. Um, mm. Gutsy, gutsy to start. I'll give him that. Gutsy to start for sure. Uh, this was Marty Mack's first game for the Ospreys, uh, coming over from the Chiefs. But red card. <laughs> oh. Thirty seconds. Oh, in. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, I heard oh, check check. No. I, had, I, had, I was, I was, I was grabbing a drink, and I was, and I heard check check. I'm like, what the fuck, really? <laughs> yeah, man, there it is. And the, and the red card, Evans, zero minutes in. Yeah. I was like, oh, this this, this is going to get bad, isn't it? Yes, it is. Um, stray boot that he put out while he was fielding the kick, not quite to the Adoglu level, Adoglu level from mm-hmm. loss, but stray boot out, you got to know that there's a risk that you're putting out there and goes right to Teddy Tomah's beak. Oh. I was like, oops, that's yeah, not good. good. Tomah was bleeding too, so that was, it's not like it was a nothing thing. Right. <laughs> so it it happened, uh, but I will say, and you get a card, and you get a card, <laughs> and you get a card, and you get a card, because there were five cards in this what? game. <laughs> there were five cards in oh, this game. Oh, shit, yeah, four yellow, holy poop. <laughs> there were five fucking yellow cards. There were four yellow cards and a red in this. Ospreys at one point had twelve on the field. Yeah, <laughs> it was not good. I can see that. Scott, yeah, had, yeah, Scott had, Williams, had yellow at and Ella Davies. Oh, that's no good. Yeah, Scott Williams and Ella Davies got yellow cards <sighs> with, with overlapping. Ella Davies was a penalty try on top of it. Oh, he was going for an intercept, and it was one of those ones that you have to get, or you know you're going to give away a penalty. Okay. And it ended up being that nobody thought that there was covering defense, so they said it was a penalty try. I was like, ooh, mm. that hurts. Um, but you got to give them credit because they did start this match up okay. I will say that in about the first fifteen minutes they were they were sucking it up and they were playing they were playing pretty well. They got over they were winning, mm-hmm. but that was that was yeah, really, that's really where it ended. It's unfortunately, gonna, yeah, it's gonna you know Finn Russell did Finn Russell things. He did a, had a nice set of, set of cross kicks that look amazing. You know they'll, they'll, those will be on highlight reels forever. Mm-hmm. That's how it goes. Uh, Finn Russell does that sometimes. It, I'll give. Uh, Osprey Durskin uh, credit. He was probably their best player, and he definitely looked like he wanted to wanted this match for them because he was he was the one that got over. But he was just putting so much individual skill and effort mm-hmm. into some stuff, just trying to make things happen. But man, not to be uh, forty to nineteen, rossing over over the Ospreys. It's it hurts. Teddy Tillman gets over for two. It was it it was just a field day for them at some points. It was really unfortunate. They they had to eat a couple of their own. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them was actually when Osprey scored, but uh, they were able to manage those pretty well. The the first one and the last one weren't a big deal. Um, it was the middle three that yeah. everybody. Yeah, it's the middle three that gets you. Huh? Well, it was, well, it was the middle middle two yellow cards in the and the red card. Yeah, I should say. 
Uh, and Owen Watkins had to come off in this match. He was oh. uh, he was not looking happy, and that was one of his first matches for a while. Yeah. This was his first start for right. them since coming back from the World Cup, I think. Yikes. So, Rasting, 40, Ospreys, 19, and they still have to go back to Paris to play this thing. <laughs> I would anticipate a not super strong team from Rasting. Not to say they're going to pack it in, but what I'm telling you is that they probably know that they probably don't need to put everything into it, although that could turn into your typical French performance and they lay an egg. So we'll see. Um, I think to start, you'll see some of the big names, and then on the bench will be a lot of nobodies. Yeah. That'll be how that goes. And then we had... The Cherry and White. Yeah. Hosting Connacht. This was a good one. It was a very good one. This was a good one. Uh, I mean, for... What people didn't, you know, know and or think about Connacht, they definitely have um, stepped up in Europe and mm-hmm. at least shown up, shown that they got some teeth. Yeah, they belong in the game, uh, certainly, um, better than than some of the other teams that, that aren't quite showing up. Yeah, um, for sure. But the, 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 the this game also started off hot. Both teams scored in the first ten minutes. Yep. Um, with Marshall <laughs> fullback, fullback. Yeah, and Porch, and that that Porch try was something else. The uh, uh, the offload was, I think it was from Cardi to Porch, um, just gets his hand right through, like just sticks his hand forward and like puts <laughs> just, the ball off to the side. Just a little bit off to the side. <laughs> and uh, did, like, yeah, just right through the line and, and uh, Porch was clear. Mm-hmm. Very good. Um, the, uh, the I, again, the officiating that I love, the French referees. God, <sighs> can I, I cannot get enough of them. Please, more. Please, please. I love to Go see a, a kick get charged down and then have it called a knock on. Love it. I didn't understand. I was like, um, no, it's a it's a charge down. He has no control over that whatsoever. No, before, ugh, ugh, stupid, stupid. Yeah. I mean, this game was so fucked up though with like that that I was agreeing. I had like two agreements with Austin Healy, which <laughs> tell you something. That's what kind of level we were at right there. Yeah, um, but I, I liked I liked his idea though that, that um I'm, I'm adopting it to, to my own needs. But but where he was saying if there's a free kick off a scrum. They should be playing it rather than calling for the scrum again. Yeah, it's tap just, and go. Like, get it the ball to the eight. If it's your scrum, get the ball to the eight and, and tap and play it. If you win a defensive free kick, yeah, okay, maybe you want to reset and, and, and change up how you're playing. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Um, but on your own free kick, I, I, I do like the – on your own scrum, I kind of like that idea of not being able to call for another scrum. Yeah, I, I, I won't argue with it by um, any means whatsoever. So, yeah, Austin, every so often, great work. Yeah, you got one, buddy. Um. And then, then it's just Cipriani, uh, his mm. boot, um, and not only that, but his interception, his intercept try. Mm-hmm. Um, then the the easy pass to Rezamit for the for the finish. Uh, let the kid run. That's good. <laughs> couple of couple of good young wingers at Gloucester yeah. over there for sure. Hit between him and Thorley. Yikes. Yeah, Yikes. and with Marshall around there too. Yeah, like, like they they their back line is really. It's yeah, the first couple of weeks weren't weren't the the best, but and, they're and Woodward still hurts. Right. So. Think about that one. And yeah, who they and right. You have Banahan sitting on the bench most of the times. So. Uh huh. Sheesh. They they got a lot of firepower back there that they they're going to be able to run through. Indeed um, they do. And if Cipriani's boot is this good as as good as it was, how about e- that? Even when the bad ones go right, <laughs> I don't I don't think I think that was unintentional. If I think, you say so. <laughs> I think he was looking and he saw that the um he was going to kick. I think his intent before like I think as he dropped the ball, his intent was to kick it deep. And then he realized, oh, there's space out there. I'm going to try to – he changed up <laughs> mid – like that That was a, a – a, to me it looked you know, like an intentional boot the way he followed through. If you um, say so. Out to the wing. I'll let you continue to think that. I'm, I'm not going to argue against you. <laughs> it's, look, it's Cipriani. Uh, if, he, if he puts the boot – you know, he puts that ball where he wants to put it. Sometimes mm-hmm. it goes well, sometimes it doesn't. That, But um, I, I, I can't imagine him being that inaccurate with a kick. That's, that's not – his style, right? But that was, that just looked like a total shame job. <laughs> Except it worked out so. It did work. It worked was, out really well. Then honestly. they ship it ahead and um, cannot ca- like carry it into touch, or or they, they I think they get tackled into touch. Something like, like that. Yeah. Everything good happened from that, and then that, right after that, that was Pelagi's try. Right. Um, gorgeous, fucking. Kid's and good. he's even been a, a bit player for them, but he's which I don't been, understand. How are you having him as a bit player? I, yeah, I mean, I, I know you have Yako Krill and you have Ruan Ackerman, but um, he needs to be in your in your starting lineup. He like, really does. I, I I don't understand how you keep him on the sideline. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Um, and then we had at the end the the uh, finally Glasgow uh, get a penalty. Uh, Connacht during the yellow for, off of Gloucester, 
and uh, <laughs> yeah. the referee Valtteri doesn't says, know. Hi and bye. <laughs> right, nobody knows who the who is the offending oh, player. Yeah. They had to go to TMO to figure out who they needed to yellow card. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, in the case of no TMO, you just say to the captain, "Well, you have a penalty coming, and it's going to be a card. And if yeah. I don't know who it is, then it's going to be you, and he's going to be like, fuck." Yeah. All right. See, who I, is it? <laughs> that, that's actually so. I had I had a, a, a fun reaction to that. I, I agree with that. I think that's nine times out of ten, that's the way to go. Right. But then there's that tenth time out of ten, where where you're like, you know what? I actually like the captain. I don't want to put him off the bit, and I don't want to hurt the, the whole team <laughs> by taking their captain off because that's that's a little crueler than taking off you know some of the other players. So I would just find the player who had pissed me off the most and be like, you've had the most, you've been on my bad side. I don't know who the fuck offended it, but you, you get to go and sit down. I don't want to deal with you anymore. Bye, <laughs> bye. Um, that that you, and again, that's that's not an often. That's a one time out of ten where mm-hmm. you're. Uh, you know, ninety percent of the time, yeah. If you don't know who it is, yeah, fucking you, captain. Get your players to have better right. discipline. It's like, yeah, it's, I mean, because it, it's on you. It's right. on the captains. But Gloucester win twenty six to seventeen. I don't know. I don't think they really have a shot at getting out of the group at this point. But damn, good for them. They uh, they showed up. This mm-hmm. is a this is certainly a group that now I believe the other winners from one well, of the other winners from yesterday are what, what group are they in? Are they in the they're in pool five. Oh, balls. Never so, mind. They're with Mont- yeah, Montpellier, Toulouse. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. So, yeah. The, yeah. They want. So, that group. <laughs> it's possible. That game That game was dog shit. We'll get to that in a little bit. Yeah. Um, but then, Sale Exeter. That was that was a pretty decent. Exeter played very well to start, obviously. Um, this, the score was 22-13 at halftime. Sale eventually fought wow. back. Um, AJ McGinty was sick, and they missed him. Uh, mm. For one reason and one reason only, and there's no other reason that it needed to be his boot. Yeah, because Robert his Capri was is not. Nope, he was absolutely no good. Even his he, kicks to touch were like not good. Not good. No, and uh, he he missed a couple. Of, I mean, if they have AJ and he's hitting his boot as he usually does, say I win this game, especially with the comeback effort they put in. Uh, Akavander Merva has shut me up a little bit at least because he's looked pretty. He looked really good and loose. He's still dog shit in the lineup. Yeah, but. <laughs> Um, he looked really good and loose. Uh, got a really lucky bounce off the charge down. Uh, bounced off Johnny Hill, and he was able to go ju- be Johnny on the spot and grab it and run it up. There's nobody in front of him, so mm-hmm. he's like, oh, hey, look at that. <laughs> nice wide open field. Thank you. Uh, but LCD was not to be outdone. He got two. Did he get two as well? Just one. Just one, but yeah, Ocker got two. But still, yeah, LCD was not to be outdone. Um, still proving he's probably the superior hooker. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be real about this. Uh, Stuart Hogg. I mean, unfortunate, fortunate, but unfortunate. Yeah. Brilliant chip and chase, but oh man, he he just rolls over and ends up getting an HIA. And he has to and he fails the HIA, so mm. he has to come off. I was like, ah, that's a terrible way to leave a game. Yeah, it is. I mean, leave it's it on a high note. But got his first school. Shit. Yeah, yeah. Oopsie. So that was no that was no blame on that one. The um, I put up so here funny thing, put up a Twitter poll mm-hmm. the other day. For sure, I voted in it. And it was who would oh yeah who would you in the back three for sale? There are two guys that I that I think absolutely one hundred percent belong there, and there's one spot up for grabs. And I was curious what everybody else thought that per, who should who should go there. And my I put two options: Marlon Yard or Denny Salamona. Mm-hmm. And Denny Salamona won by a landslide. Wow. 20, I had. Wow, I had 21 votes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so 20-odd votes, and it's uh, three-quarters out, uh, out of the uh, those votes said Denny Salamona should be in that back line. And I agree with that three-quarters right there. There you go. Marlon Yard is not a good defender. He's no, awful in defense. No. He is a liability for sure. So the, if you have a good defensive winger that can also attack – you are so screwed because he's gonna. They're gonna eat Marlon Yard for breakfast, or you just attack that side with your fullback, and right. then there you go. Yeah, in this case, they put Jack Noel on on Yard. That'll do it. That'll do. <laughs> yeah, that'll work. Um, Tom Curry did, gave away a penalty try early on in this one. Um, say, uh, Exeter had a break, and he was very offsides and made the tackle before <laughs> before anybody else uh, could do anything. So he, um, and he there was there was no ruck, but there was an offsides line, mm-hmm. and he made the tackle from behind the offsides line. So it stopped a surefire try from Nick White. That's and naughty. That, I was like, yeah, oh, you are going to the naughty bin, big guy. 
Uh, and Henry Slade made a huge tackle late when Sale was trying to uh, attack and cut the pa- basically cut the pass off and just it was kind of a gamble. But Henry Slade is mm-hmm. very good, so he knew what he was doing. <laughs> That's and, one way to put it. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> and uh, he the gamble paid off, and he was able to cut off the attack, and um, and Exeter were able to play it out from there. The Simmons brothers were uh, good in defense. Both made huge tackles to stop tries. They rolled guys into touch, mm. and one one of them was yard. I don't remember. I think the other one was Van Redsburg. A little that was I think that was Joe Simmons that made Van Redsburg mm. miss. I was like, dude. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sam Simmons was on was on yard, I think. But yeah, they they both played very well. Um, Exeter seemed to have found their European formula, at least for the knockout stages so or in the, for, for the, the pool, pool stages. Stage, excuse yeah. me. Um, so good on them. Good on you know Rob Baxter's crew. That's that's something we've been waiting on for this team to come good. Uh, right. We'll see if they. Uh, we're gonna at least assume that they're probably gonna get out to the knockout stage from this point. I mean, I'd be perfectly three. happy if, if Exeter and 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 Glasgow. That's uh, uh, no, right. Let's go. Uh, Gloucester, alongside them, decide to to really make a push for the uh, the Champions Cup um, uh, knockout stages. I'd, I'd be perfectly happy with them focusing on that. That would be great. Yeah, so would uh, I. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Northampton, actually. And Northampton, yeah, 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 yeah. Do that. <laughs> um, I'm sure Bristol would be too. <laughs> right. <laughs> They'd be very. Yeah, happy like we that. said, we think they're going for the uh, the Challenge Cup. Yeah, I I I think that'd be a great thing at Ashton Gate for them to bring home a European trophy. Mm-hmm. That'd be amazing. So if they if they get that far, I will definitely be cheering for them. That's for sure. So Exeter twenty two, Sale twenty, and the return fixture goes back to Sandy Park. It's gonna be fun. And then this supposed dog shit match. Oh God! <laughs> to end the end the weekend twenty three nine. To lose, like <laughs> over Montpellier. I, I even just turning it on and seeing this orange and red. Oh, that yeah, that kid's terrible. Ugh. That kid, that kid is terrible. It was, it was, it was. <laughs> I, I had seen it for five seconds and I was already done. I was like, no, no, no. This, these, these two teams, no. I, I, I need to take some like Dramamine or something like that. So I'm far. <laughs> it's bad. Um, there's, but, uh, but that, that's really the most interesting thing about this match. Um, that's not in, a good thing. Intimac getting over twice. Good for him. Hooray. We like Roman and Tobacco. Yes, we do. Friend of the pod. Um, he might not know it, but he is. <laughs> That's what most of these guys are, I assume. <laughs> Don't ask him. Just just take it from us. Uh, but, you know, this is um, Montpellier kicking for points. The same kind of throwing a premiership game at, at, um, not at Toulouse. Not something that's going to work. Not something that's going to work. Um, and they should should have known that going in. Um, not much structure to this. Two French sides? Do yeah. tell. It's, I know. So it's all just a bunch of like kind of dog shit, you know. Again, that like kitty soccer thing yeah, where they're all kind of chasing the ball around. The ball like, <laughs> it's all like six or seven guys within five meters of of the first receiver, and it's like you realize that's not how Throw this a works. Fucking net over like him. none of you are going to help him out. Like yeah, and you're not going to unlock the defense that way. Yeah. For, right. So, um, just you know, not not much else to talk about, but but Intimac, um, really really putting forth a, a great effort on on his end. Um, that's not to diminish the other the, the other uh, players um, from Toulouse, from from Toulouse, and from you know, and from Montpellier. But just you know, uh, he was it. He was really it. Ramos was was a hell of a lot of fun to watch. Um, Uge was was practically non-existent. It felt like, um, <clears throat> and looking at the stats, six carries, twenty three meters. Yeah, okay, <laughs> he was practically non-existent. Yeah, there you go. Um, Medild was very good. Um, he he was he was. Uh, you know, with his uh, mutton chops, was uh, <laughs> those those things are gonna live on forever. <laughs> love them, gotta love them. I mean, this was basically you know you could go through the list of all these players, you know, especially uh, Kano too, um, old man putting in a hell of a shift. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is just uh, Toulouse using their ta- having the talent advantage. So you look mm-hmm. at that all things being equal, you have a very good very good referee um, that that these two teams didn't really deserve. Um, Who's kind referee? Of, Luke Pierce? It was, no, it was Wayne. It was Barnsey. Barnsey. Oh, did, a, did a very good job. Yeah, I'm sure he did. Although, with those two clubs, you got two French sides, didn't really kind of... There's that, There's that again, rugby culture barrier where the French sides, I don't think they really liked the way he managed them. He <laughs> was constantly talking to them and telling them what they could and couldn't do. They're not used to that, so it, it's it's a hard adjustment for them to make. Right. Um, but this was just Montpellier... I'm sorry, Toulouse using their talent and... Saying you know our fifteen or our twenty three players are just better than your twenty three players, right? And that's how they won. Not, not much else to say. No. We can't really say it was much tactics yeah. aside from the penalty kicks instead of tries for Montpellier. But 
there was as it is very few tactics to talk about in this right. match. Right. All right. Well, Toulouse twenty three, Montpellier nine. Toulouse probably still getting out of their group at Likely. this point. Yeah, at this point, um, that you know, the Gloucester will probably give them a run on the on the flip, but we'll see uh, about that. I, we'll see. Yeah. Um, other than that, I don't think there's much competition for them mm. uh, in that that bracket. Yeah. Okay. So that is round three in the books. Let's go to round four. And the pick'em. The pick'em. Pick um, We're separated by one game now. Yeah. A couple of brain farts this weekend. Uh, Quinns and Ulster at the stoop to open us up this weekend. Uh, I think Quinns are going to get a little bit of uh, uh, revenge for, for last week. Uh, uh, I think I think I think Ulster are gonna know that they played with fire and they're gonna rock up a little bit better. All right, so I'm gonna go with Ulster, especially because I think they control this group now. If I'm not mistaken. Ulster yeah. does, yeah, yeah. Yep. So they control this group. So I'm sure they're gonna. Claremont have a, has a loss to Harlequins. Yeah, uh, uh, to them, to Ulster. Oh, to Ulster. Sorry. So yeah. oh, Harlequins have beaten Bath. Sorry. Yeah. I, yeah brain yep. fart on my end. That's right. Happens. Um, <laughs> I'll give you three guesses on this one. Uh, <laughs> I only one. Yeah, in Paris. It's going to be the home team. I'm going to go with Rassing. Just a thought. Um, <clears throat> Connacht Gloucester. Mm, back to the back to uh, Galway. We'll see how this goes. Yeah. I'm not a big believer in Connacht myself. I know you're not. Hmm. You know what? They like that place, so I'm going to go with Connacht. They didn't play very. They haven't played. Uh, they played better this match. They didn't play well on the. In round two, um, so we'll see. Uh, they also haven't played at home since the first round True. against Montpellier, so we'll we'll see how that goes. I I think they'll play a little bit better at home. I'm still going with Gloucester. Fair enough. Well, I'm definitely going with the home team in the next one. Uh, keep backing them. Eventually, it's going to work, I suppose. <laughs> uh, Benetton and Lyon. Even after the twenty-eight nothing. Yeah, they. I yeah, feel like, I'm going with Benetton too. I feel like at home they played. Look, look at how they played. It'll, uh, Northampton at home in Italy. Yeah. Right. It was, was actually Like I said, yeah. I think that goes back to us talking about them rocking up at home. Yeah. Um, Montpellier and Toulouse. I'm going to go with Toulousians again. Moi aussi. Mm hmm. Uh, Saracen's Monster. Oh, goodness. I. <laughs> I see you trying to think with your heart. I see it. I see it. I see it. Don't do it. Uh, I know. I need to, I need to pick Monster. Yeah. Shit. Yep, you do. That pisses me the off. Monster's gonna win because pretty off. sure Sarri's so impacted it. Yeah. Um well if Northampton can't get this done at home, I don't think they're gonna be able to get it done at the RDS, <laughs> no. unfortunately. So <laughs> no, I'm gonna is... go I'm gonna go with the boys in blue in Leinster. Yeah, uh, Glasgow and La Rochelle. Well, contra on the flip side of that, if Glasgow can get it done on the road, I'm definitely confident they can get it done at home. So I I'm agree. gonna go with the Warriors. And same same thought, song, different verse here. <laughs> Exeter Sale. I'm gonna yep. back at Sandy Park. Exeter are gonna rock up, and they're gonna put uh, Sales Champions Cup hopes to bed. Yeah, and I think we're gonna do the same thing for the last one too, right? And Claremont Bath. Yeah, Claremont wins Claremont on the road, coming home, looking to get out of the group in some fashion. Whether it's they win the group and beat Ulster, or they come second runners up one way or the other. So our our only disagreements here are. Uh, Quinns and Ulster. Mm-hmm. I've got Quinns. You've got Ulster. Right. Um, and Connick and Gloucester, and which Connick was Gloucester. the last. Was it, that wasn't the last one, actually. Nope. No. You picked um, I picked something else last time. I don't remember what Hammerhead picked. Last time, yeah. Yeah. We, no, we did Glasgow. Uh, Glasgow and La Rochelle. Yes, right. that's what it was. Well, lesson learned on that one, at least. <laughs> I haven't learned my lesson on the other one, but that's okay. That's uh, okay. We'll figure that out. Um, yeah. So that w- that'll, that'll be week four, and we will be – we'll pretty much have an idea of who's who's where. Yep, At that that pretty round. much will set. You know, everything's kind of hashed you'll know, out. You'll know. We'll we'll know who's definitely. The, we'll at least know a few teams that are definitely not in. Um, we'll know who's in contention, and we'll uh, we'll ha- we'll have a pretty good idea of what we're going to be looking at uh, going forward for uh, the final two rounds that are going to come on the other side of the new year. So until then, um, make sure that you are obviously checking us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, TuneIn. Subscribe, rate. We love a rate, um, or at least a review. Like, send, hey, tell us how much we you love us or how much you hate us. I don't care which one. Just tell us and tell us why, because that's what we're looking for over here. You know, um, fancy rugby podcast at gmail.com. 
I will do my best to get up um, start sits on Friday. I try and get them up by noontime over here. I do have another person job, a real person job, unfortunately, over here. I wish this was my job full time, <laughs> but it's just not how it, how it goes over here, kids. Um, very few people get to make 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 a living as that. So yeah. just remember that. Um, but until next time. Until next time. We will we will see talk to you guys then. Thank you very much for uh, listening, and we appreciate appreciate you guys so much. Uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. Have a good one. Later. Cheers.